Paul, how about a little emotional check-in minisode? And this one will be the Emotionally Attuned Modern White Men, the podcast where we discuss how to be a modern white man who is anti-racist, anti-sexist, and understands his role in creating equity. Paul, you have had this on our list of ideas for our podcast for a long time, that men tend to intellectualize equity work. And that it's really important that we also get in touch with the emotional, heart-centered side of this work. So remind us, why why is that important? Yeah, I think it's just in general, I would say, for, in my opinion, for white folks, we intellectualize equity work quite a bit. But I'd say more on on the male side, too, just because we've been socialized to focus more on smarts and intelligence over, you know, emotional intelligence. So we've just been, you know, really comfortable in that zone of let's talk about equity work, let's talk about race, let's talk about sexism, let's think deeply and philosophize, right? And of course that is important and that's a place to start. It's just that, you know, as men, I would say that we've we really haven't even learned or even know how to go to more of the emotional, heart-centered side of the work. And when you think about what actually drives behavior and what actually drives change is actually more the emotional side. Mm. You know, when we really do care about something, it really does change our behavior. I think about people who cancer, for example, has never affected anyone in your life until someone you love gets cancer. Now, all of a sudden, your behaviors change. Yeah. Right. You haven't done any sort of necessarily reading books and having discussions about cancer. But now someone you love has cancer. Now you're donating money. Now you're going to rallies. Now you're even thinking about the things that you eat and the things that you do each day. And so it it automatically changes, right? Because that emotional heart-centered side of things got kicked in. Whereas if I were to read a book right now about cancer, would I change my behavior? Mm, Maybe, maybe not. Probably not, not, not much. But if someone I love got affected by that, absolutely, totally different. I think the same thing with bullying, you know, like we're not at that place yet, but hopefully, you know, none of our kids ever get bullied. But if they do, will we do something about it? Hell yeah. Right. Like we will go to school board meetings. We will watch what we say and do and teach our kids about bullying. Like it it instantly changes. So I think the same thing needs to be said about equity work and when we're talking about racism and sexism that that is really going to activate the change in in our lives to that daily activism rather than just something we think about. And back to the mini episode before, we go from, you know, why was race brought into this, you know, um, to this is present all the time. Yeah, good point. So emotionally check in for you and me. How are we, for a lot of people who are like, man, I don't have a lot of cross-racial relationships, we're working towards that, Mm -hmm. right? How do you emotionally check in doing individual work? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's a good question to ask because I was like, oh, I think we're, here we are intellectualizing and let's yeah. let's actually talk about emotions. And you know, for me, the first thing that comes to mind is still every every time I choose to read a book or listen to a podcast, I'm part of me is like, oh, I don't I don't want to do it because it it's like it's just it's hard and it's uncomfortable and I get anxious. Right, there's so much anxiety when I dig into something like that, and there's there's a lot of shame too. It's still something that I that I struggle with all the time, and you know, shame causes quite a few emotions. But I I've just learned over time, sort of the principles of like meditation and mindfulness have really really helped me to be non-judgmental about emotions and and the judgments I feel. 
has really gone a long way, I think. So just being able to, when I feel shame, when I feel sad, when I feel anxious, just just name it and just say, hey, I'm, I'm anxious. There it is. Yeah. It's not bad or good. And I think just that awareness of actually naming it, actually sensing it rather than trying to ignore it or trying to, to push it away and just being honest with myself and other people, you know, to be able to say, this is how I'm feeling. I don't have it up right now, but there's, I should pull it up as I'm talking, but there's this great visual called the feelings wheel. I don't know if you've ever seen it before. Bring another wheel into the another modern white wheel. man. Let's yes. go. So it's if you Google it, it's really cool. It's this huge wheel and has just a few core emotions at the center, like mad, sad, happy. But then as it goes to the margins, it gets so much more nuanced with emotions. So you might be feeling angry at the surface, but you're actually feeling rejected. It's super interesting. Yeah. Or you might be feeling like an injustice happened. Or you might even be feeling sad, right? So the depth of emotions are so, so much more than we have we know. And sometimes it's helpful for me to go beyond my initial interpretation of that emotion to be like, okay, I'm feeling anxious, but what am I really feeling? Mm. What am I actually feeling? What's beneath that anxiety that's causing that anxiety rather than just being, I'm anxious because... Because then we don't really get to the, the the root cause, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've found that really being helpful um, as well as just talking it out. I think I mentioned before I have what I call like a race therapist, that like a coach I talk to about, about race. And um, that's been really, really helpful too. That's great. Um, to just have that support. So how about you? Yeah, you know, I, I think I've really, I just try to embrace it more like you, mm-hmm. you know. We, we've talked in our somewhat early on episodes really about traditional masculinity that was super helpful for me. Our episode on culture was really helpful for me too. It's just like how I'm individually a part of this whole ecosystem as well. And to understand that when bad things happen to some people, that impacts everyone. I, I try to embrace the emotions more. So instead of getting caught in that traditional masculinity of like, oh man, I'm starting to feel this, but you know what? I'm, I'm going to power through intellectually and figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man, this is tough or this conversation was hard embrace it because that's how you get stronger and the more and more i've done that i've i've seen how it's really helped me so then when the more and more times those things come up i emotionally am more prepared for it i think and even reading a book next minisode we're going to talk about cast the book hardest book i've ever read like the examples of the violence that was perpetuated against black people specifically Mm -hmm in our history is just it was really hard to read isabel wilkerson man she she's such a she just painted this picture of not sure coding anything and it was hard for me to read like i i had to power through that really make an intentional effort but embrace those emotions more mm-hmm. i think that's really been healthy for me yeah and so yeah it's just something that kind of like you said i just i try to embrace more and and know that it's part of this work if you really want to yeah. grow I think one of my growth areas is how do I experience joy in all this? Mm. How do I experience positive emotions? Yeah. That is that is tough. And that maybe is a whole other episode, but just this question of can we feel good when we're doing this quote unquote work? And even the word work, right? Like the yeah. word work for me conjures up negative yeah. feelings. Yeah. Right. And it is. Like, don't get me wrong, it's it's hard work, it's uncomfortable. There's a lot of negative feelings involved. But I just that's just not sustainable. 
right? It's not sustainable to everything be hard and everything be bad. Yeah. And, and it also it creates this sort of, of course, this cognitive dissonance of like, how could, how could I feel good at all about when, we t- when we're talking about this stuff or thinking about this stuff? Yeah. But it is those positive emotions that, that actually motivate us and keep us going. And I think about, I think we talked about this off air, but this is this like anti-racism, anti-sexism. You know, that's important. We need to know what we're against, but I don't know what I'm for, mm. right? And I think that can be really motivating to know what is that better future? What are we actually working towards rather than what are we trying to eliminate or be against? And so I think there can be some joy and happiness of like, hey, this is a better world. And I feel good about that. Yeah. I'm excited about that. And like personal growth, where I find joy is I think about where we even started with our process in my years ago when I started, you know, equity work. And I look back to where I was and what I thought and how I did things. And I'm like, like part of me is like, yikes. I was, <laughs> like, I was not prepared for that. But but then I find joy in that too. And I'm like, yeah. man, I've, I've really put in the work and I've grown a lot. And I'm it's good to say like I'm happy with myself of the progress I've made. I like the person I am trying to be. Mm-hmm. And I find joy in that. And we always have to be humble. But you right. can be happy with yourself, even proud of yourself to be like, you know what? I'm I'm keeping up this hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this book is hard. Yeah, this conversation is going to be really hard that I'm going to have. But you know what? I am growing as a person and I like that person that I'm going to become. So there's joy in that for me. Yeah. Going back to, you know, being able to float on your back in the lake. Yeah, and, 100%. And not have to let that ruin that. Because even I think about it may seem silly, I guess. I don't think it's silly, but even just being present in that moment, being on the water and nature like that is that be able to soak that in is really healthy for us, right? That, that also sustains us and like having those moments. But if, if we're, you know, in nature walking through the woods and all we're doing is beating ourselves up and just stewing in negative emotions, like it really has no benefit. No. Right. And it, and in a lot of ways too, like getting stuck in those emotions is really self-centered, right? And it keeps us stuck. And it causes us to take steps back or, or take energy know, from take, people of color or black and yeah, people of color. Yeah. 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 Sure. What I want to share real quick too is from Rachel Ricketts. I'm listening to her book, Do Better. And she talks about this idea of meaningful care and how that can be a barrier, the lack of it is a barrier to making something like anti racism something we do every day. And so she she really I I love how direct she is and she's not afraid to mince words and she says you know we may not care as much as we think we do Mm. we want to want to care but do we actually possess the meaningful care required to commit to change and i I find myself i think falling this all the time is i feel like i care right but do i actually care and you know if i actually cared i think i'd probably be doing things a lot differently so i think about all the things i don't do or, or hold myself back and like Oh, that's scary. That's uncomfortable. Oh, that's risky. So I'm like, wait, do I actually care? Because I'm not doing those things. Yeah. So I think I really need to be honest with myself and we all need to be honest with ourselves. Like, do we actually care deeply and not to beat ourselves up, but to really question that. And I think getting into the emotional empathy, compassion side of things like I said earlier, will catalyze us to care much more deeply than just thinking about this as an intellectual activity. And, and we, and again, it's about, you know, we want to feel comfortable. Like we want to want to care. We all do. We, you're listening to this and you want to care. I know that everyone knows that yet there's another level of care. I think that comes through that empathy and compassion that maybe some of us haven't tapped into yet. That will really make us, you know, change our behavior. I like that. 
that's a good takeaway for us on this mini so to think about really what is that deep check-in emotional check-in that we can do with ourselves and understand the importance of that thank you yeah paul thank for you your quotes and emotional check-in <laughs> <laughs> we gotta make this awkward you know we have to yeah because that's that's well, what when men talk about emotions it's awkward. It's so but... true uh how about the yeah. twins yeah right, right? right? <laughs> yeah right, let's chop some wood <laughs> all right uh thanks everyone um check out our website www.themodernwhiteman.com sign up for our newsletter and until next time let's keep learning stay humble and do the work